Star Trek continues, Season 1, Episode 7, Embracing the Winds, Transcript, Kirk, Captain's Log, Stardate 6295.3, Starfleet Command has ordered the Enterprise to the Evelyn Sector. Meanwhile, Mrs. Spock and I have been recalled to the Starbase at Coronet 4 for a classified briefing. 30 minutes until Planet 4, Captain. Thanks for trying, taking off free time to bring us... Here, sir, may I point out as a community, I instructed you and myself to report to the Starbase. Well, I would have been perfectly capable of piloting the shuttle. Then I wouldn't have the chance to see a museum of Corifor. They had a most exquisite collection of historical firearms in the quadrant. Dream come true. I see, Doctor. Do you, uh, do, do your, do your interests also stay in? Historical firearms, absolutely, Mrs. Bock. Always had a passion for her, however. You know, we near several Orion colonies. I'm using my off night time to perform stu- studies on social shifts within the se- syndicate, the syndicate since the Zamium incident. There have been, has it, has there been any progress with that? Perhaps, perhaps a little too much. A lot of very angry people. Angry people, angry enough to start another civil war. Historical oppression in any segment of the given population has led to disastrous long-term results. True, that doesn't mean the past can't be overcome. My grandmother used to tell me stories. My great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, who grew up in an intermittent camp during Earth's Second World War, he could only see if he only could see me now by the twenty-third century. Anything's possible, gentlemen. Welcome to Carrefour. May I offer you a drink? Oh my. Is that what I think it is? Well, it depends what you think it is. But your odds are, but your odds are good. Whatever their answers being light years away from Federation headquarters. You might need it. After what I got to say, Miss Bock eased the nerves. Thank you, Captain. That it was won't be necessary. So Commodore, to what do we owe this pleasure? Captain, um I know you and I have our differences and the circumstances. I hope we can move past that. The coup of the hood has been lost. Lost. You're communicating, communicate with other vague life support systems failure. And no reason to suspect foul play. Just an unfortunate ac- accident. Very unfortunate indeed. The ship is still intact. Prentice's eyes have been sent to bring her home. You still haven't said, why are we here? You, Jim, are here as a professional courtesy. I thought you wanted to be present to hear what I have to say. The hood. We need a new crew, a new co- captain. The Exxon's gone. What about Command- Commodore Wesley? He put in, in for early retirement. I don't know to point this out to you. Our fleet has suffered extensive losses in the past, like in the last few years. The Gorari's being, Peregrine's being decommissioned. We have only seven Constellation class starships in service. We experienced officers on those bridges. I know of of only one candidate who's qualified to assume command, the hood. Congratulations, Captain Spock. Kirk, space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Enterprise. It continues mission. Explore strange new whales to seek out new life, new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Scott, ship's log, stardate 629-5.5. Lieutenant Commander Scott in command. 
Enterprise had been sent to salvage the USS Hood near the edges of the Federation territory, Beta Quadrant. No unusual transmissions, Mr. Spock. Hood was investigating a subspace anomaly where life support failed. Astrophysical analysis. It's possible he didn't compensate properly for gravitational effects. All hands. We wonder why man wasn't born with wings. So which we take when we sign up the surface lady. The 400 souls knew that. Still, it didn't make it any easier. Maintain course. Ice her. A little thought free in one hour. Informed Starfleet. Scott to engineering. Ready tractor beam. Let's turn this last back to what's bold. Well to new ca- to, well to new captain USS Hood. I must confess I didn't cherish the idea of losing my best officer. I guess I knew this day would come. One moment, gentlemen. There may be a complication. Another officer has applied for a position. Commander Garrett from the space, Earth space dock. Garrett, very experienced officer. Starfleet felt she, she wouldn't be the best suited for command. With due respect to Mr. Spock, Garrett was an exemplary second service record. It seems a comedy of Garrett agrees with you. She filed an appeal with Starfleet command. He asserts that she's been sexually overlooked because she's a woman. Does she have any basis for that complaint? The United Federation planets are formed over a hundred years ago by an unprecedented alliance. Humans, Vulcans, and Dorians, and Tenantorians. Roman threat was significant at that time. It's vital for Earth to ally itself with one of the major powers in the region. Military powers. You dealt with Terminites, Captain. I had the distinct pleasure. Then let me be frank. The men of Tanline Prime are adversarial people. Their culture is based on insults, arguments, possibility. They make excellent for, for politicians by far and I, both negotiating Tanline's enemy, enemy firsthand. And you understand, without Tanister's resources, there's still chance. So little chance to divide the Roman incursion corridor. With respect to the history lesson, tonight's societies have always frowned on females serving as more as three starship captains. It always has. But surely the Federation is not bound by the backwards social policies one member species. Not necessarily. But after the controversial admission of Corridon, the Tonites have been suggesting they might pull the seat from the council. Might could we would be on white and to go further. Permission to speak freely, sir, always, Laura. From the very beginning, Starfleet, so female captives, you yourself are a perfect example. I'm commander of a Starbase, not a constitutional star class starship. I sympathise your feelings, believe me. Of all people, I sympathise. Sir, despite the lack, present lack of female starship captains, I do believe there is a there is any formal regulation against it. Don't not believe there is any formal regulation against it. Not officially. And then a while I'm honoured by a, a while I'm honoured by the officer. Your command Garrett, the D plus qualifications good and I, it would be ever difficult for me, her to pass over for promotion simply because she's a woman, I agree. She deserves a ship, Commodore. I see well. I don't envy the person that has explained it. The Catalanite Ambassador, enter. Sitting in, I see. And I don't know how, you don't know how long I shall reside here. Logic decades, I've arranged my quarters, my liking. Makes sense, Captain. 
After careful consideration, colonial logic also dictates. I mean, a more me, a more civil candidate for the position, was considered possibility of Starfleet was correct in the assessment. It's about more than logic, Captain, about, about fairness. My God, after all we've overcome, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. The decision is not based on, upon Commander Jarrett's gender. Well, maybe it should be. Despite our charter, our values, Starfleet has never given a woman command of conservation but class of starship. I like to tell myself it's been that way, way the cards fell. Perhaps there's a greater good to be considered here. The goal is to nominate a woman for post. Commander Gray would be the most appropriate choice. He doesn't want the ship. Apparently Garrett's on her way here. The Commodore wants me to interview her, draw up my own conclusions. But I must be honest, Spock. I can't imagine a hood with a better captain than Garrett. Perhaps, but perhaps you simply cannot imagine the enterprise without me. I appreciate the confidence. I too would be would find leaving the job this leaving the ship to be most difficult. Now you cannot allow that to weigh on your on your decision. How could it not? I'm only human, Spock, Captain. I took the liberty of assessing Commander Garrett's fitness reports. I recommend reading him prior to your meeting. You may find him informative. Sir, we're in sensor range of the hood. All stop. I'll be close enough for her now. All, all stop. No nice omens. Keep an eye out for the subspace ent- entities. We don't want the same thing to happen to us. Commander, I see no unusual activity in this system. Confirm there's nothing. But transmissions, clearly said, I an enemy of some sort. Lieutenant, scanner hood's APS grid. Yes, sir, definitely, definitely been compromised. Is the damage consistent with the reports? Damage, difficult to tell. Should we wait for traffic, tractor beam? Something doesn't feel right. We're gonna, we're gonna twist, turn a dry top through without knowing a wee bit more about what happened, Commodore. Commander, if you give me some time, I should be able to restore life system to the engineering deck remotely. You can get a closer look. I suppose we must. Diana Garrett, according as ordered. At ease, Commander. I trust your journey from Earth was without incident. It was, Captain. Thank you for asking. Good. Please sit down, sir. Before we begin, I want to stress that I understand my protests have irritated certain flag officers. My experienced flag officers are easily irritated. Believe me, I know. I travelled here with Vice Admiral Stormy from EST. Stormy? Nothing like a Vulcan bureaucrat. And yet you survive without throwing yourself in out the airlock? Well, barely. They laugh. So, Commodore, I've been looking at your record. Quite an accomplished officer. Rose for the ranks quickly. Self-made woman, thank you. I see you served a consolation for you decommissioned. Oh, yes, the original. Might have been difficult. The attack on them is free. Leaving your captain like that. I prefer not to discuss the matter, sir. Sorry. I've already said everything there is to say about the incident. Turned over all my logs to Sophie, including my personal logs. I'm certain that's true. Captain Matesimi is a matter of record. Now, with your permission, I would like to retire to my quarters. It's been 24 Earth hours since I've slept. Certainly, Officer Commander. Give yourself some rest. Thank you. Mr. Spock, been able to restore emergency power. To the hoods, uh, have you been able to store military power to the hoods in the engineering section? You have six, maybe seven hours of option left. Good work, insane.
That'll do. Follett, we need to study reactor for graduation of damage. Sir, request permission to join the boarding body. Not this time, lad. You're a fair first call can. By the hood's logs. Soon up for salvage. Meet me in the transporter room. Half an hour, sir. Mr. Hadley. Have you the comm? Mr. Hadley. You're the comm. Not personal, Pavel. You're turning into every, but you're, you're not focused. Commander. Science, engineering. A jack of all trades is master of none. Find something you know really love and stick with it. You really know, you, you never know till you try. Intercom whistles, doctor. The captain, fill me in with, in the situation. I think I'll check in and see how they do what you're doing. Is it a bad time? It's a bad time. We miss a invitation. A bad one then. I apologize for the interruption. Well, you can talk later if you like. Cancer, I will welcome your advice on this matter. May not be prudent to, prudent to provoke the tunnelites at this time. We both know the tunnelites love to make threats, Mrs. What? Threats of which they almost never deliver. I don't think that's the issue. What do you believe the, the issue is, Doctor? Acquiring my position on the enterprise was not easy. There were many who believed the counsellor was unnecessary, but having the requisite skills and experience, I never attributed their concern to my, my, to my being a woman, yet I've been enough, seen enough of human nature to know that how we learn to elevate others is where well laid process, is bias, it's present, it's present. It's often deep and subconscious. And one of these appearances has on occasion been perceived the most significant element of my identity. I've heard that humans, the all races, are capable of such bias, both intentionally and unintentionally. I know what my cousin holds, I do not know what my future holds, but if I would have a daughter, I would want her to know that my position, any position is within a grasp. He works hard enough to achieve it. Without question, but Commander Garrett's record with numerous issues would necessitate further scrutiny. And tell me, Spock, would her record be under the same degree if, it, if she was a man? I believe it would, Doctor. But one never be able to certain of other of other motives. No, we can't. But we can certainly strive to clear about our own. Grey Captain, I ask you to interview Commander Garrett. Do not antagonise her. That wasn't my intention, Commodore. Potential not, she filed a petition. The immediate decision regarding the Hood's competency was Harry. Per Starfleet regulations, third person committee will hold a formal hearing to make the final determination. Commander Stommy, myself, the next senior officer on this, on this starbase. You, Captain. Captain. Captain Locksumperment. I settled my decision regarding the Hood's competency. But now I'm not so sure. Bell rings. This hearing is now in session. Appointed as member of this inquiry, Space Command Representative Storm, U.S. Enterprise Captain James T. Kirk, Commander Spock and Garrett, you are the right to ask for substitute, substitute offers. If you are there any of these named harbour, any prejudices? Here your case, please. Do you consent to the service of myself as president of this board? I do, sir. Yes, I do, sir. Very well, Miss Spock, if you please. Keep it the world, Spock. Your number S197-276SP. Service rank, Commander. Position, First Officer, Science Officer. Current assignment, USS Enterprise. Commander Spock's record. 
is impeccable, of course. I really don't mean to defense with formalities. If there's no objections, no, sir. Grey, I do not. Oh, I object. We miss the spot qualifications of material. And this decision, proceed. Consider it. Com- Combination Vulcan Scientific Legion of Honor Wars of Villa Twice Agreed by Starfleet Control Command Thinking How long have you served in Starfleet? 90 years, 90 months, 20 days. When driving that time, we found two nerds of science such as us on board the Enterprise, both Captain, both Captain Pike and for the last four years, and the Captain Kirk I have. Commander, if you were transferred by the captaincy of the hood, how would you make you feel? Yes, you're a Vulcan, but you are also half human, aren't you? I am, Admiral. Mr. Spock, as a student, you were accepted by Vulcan Science Academy, a tremendous honour, affirmative, yet you turned down the mission. Did your human emotions play a part in that decision? No, sir, they did not. Computer, inaccurate, inaccurate data in error. Computer would appear to disagree with you, Commander. I get to this line of questioning. But this is not is not on trial here. He's Rachel H. Strange. Should not has had no bearing his qualifications for this position. Amon Commander Garrick's gender should. Captain Kirk, would you deny that very every individual's abilities, character, judgments, strengths are in part shaped by his or her heritage, beliefs, gender? I know the idea of female starship. Captain unsettles some people, does it? I see. Let's cut to chase, shall we? For the record, I'm absolutely convinced that a time for a woman to command conservation class. It's time for a woman to captain a conservation class vessel. But with respect to Commander Barrett, I'm not convinced he is that woman. The boat's damaged. I need to bypass it to access the ship logs. Check the intermix ratio at the time the engines went offline. I'll get the defibrillation chamber open. See how bad these crystals have decayed. Boronic warning. Worry. Computer. Correct. Diana L. Serial number SC45759-3035. Service rate. Commander. Position. First officer. Current assignment. Earth space dock. Accommodations, Tucker Memorial Medal of Honor, Resilient Star of Excellence, Iranian Award for Meticulous Service to Disadvantaged Cultures, Awards of Honor, four times decorated by Starfleet Command, Stormer, Commander Garrett, you boast an impressive record for your service to Starfleet. Storm, very impressive, Garrett, very indeed, but there are some questions which this court would be remiss not to address. You're part of the ill-fated numerous free landing party, were you not? The enterprise pods came out of nowhere. Yes, I read your statement to the Starfleet. I also read official investigation of the incident. Commodore? It suggested human error. The investigation was conducted by a tenant officer. I strongly informed you could test these findings. I understand that you consented them, and no proof of wrongdoing was ever officially determined officially. Yet you and two of your subordinates plead a simple guarantee during proceedings, which by law meant, may not be interfered as a mission of capability. There are numerous similar instances in your life. Diana, I see two officers using them, sitting in that chair. While I'm a long history faithful service, one who reacts with undue hostility towards your judgment. 
No judgment is questioned. Perhaps facility is a legitimate act of action when it's subject to undue scrutiny and is. Discrimination. I wish I could assure you that you haven't been held to a different standard throughout your career because you happen to be a woman. Perhaps you have. Perhaps I have. I honestly don't know. But part of the duty of the starship commander is to learn from mistakes to face repercussions of action and inaction. A bit when he or she is wrong in wrong. I am well aware of the position's job requirements, Commodore. As for having testified too many times now, I am not in the wrong. For it, the logs I've managed to download are consistent with space, space, subspace of disruption. But here, the rift, it disappeared. What do you make of it? You have seen anything like that before. Ship shudders. Red alert klaxon. What a name of close the chamber. Sir, I'm reading a massive spike power surge in the hood's engines. Enterprise, we've got a containment, containment failure. Get us out of here. Breach the transport room, energize. They deflect us, shields. Been activated, it's possible to get a lock. We can't bring them back. Scott to Enterprise, the reactor is critical. Sir, there's nothing I can do. Can you just sign the call? Circuits are fused. How much time? Minutes, seconds. Puzzle tell. I'm sorry, Scott to Enterprise. Get as far away as possible. Where is the captain, Corrie 4? Commander? Lieutenant, that is direct order. Yes, sir. Wait. I've an idea. Permission to take weapons subsistence station, sir. Trust me, go. Scott, I'm Com. Anyways, get out of here. Mr. Headley, as a direct order of Chekhov, I might be able to transmit harmonic algorithm, a very signal gain, false computer drop shields. Are you daft, Ensign? A short, uh, a short out the whole board. You'll kill yourself, man. The hood walk call is critical. Chekhov speaks Russian. Their shields are down. Transmittal room. Get out of here. Um, out of there. Bell rings. This hearing is now back in session. The board will entertain the motions for delivering this verdict. Very well. All rise. Admiral, I endorse Commander Garrett for promotion to the rank of captain. I endorse Captain Commander Spock for promotion to the rank of captain. Captain Kirk. Enterprise whistles. Ops to Commander, Commodore Gray. Gray here. Sir, incoming transmission for Enterprise. Unable to salvage the hood, Commodore. You've been destroyed, Kirk here. What are my people? Reports still coming in, sir. But no major injuries to your crew. Understood. Grey out. Ladies and gentlemen, this information is proceedings. Unnecessary. I'm afraid it appears to be the case. Commodore Garrett, and I shall return to sp- Earth space dock. Garrett, if I may, there's only an issue that still remains, is or not. For decades, I've been in service of a lot capable officers of certain positions simply because they we're women. They may not admit it. Well, hell, may may not may not even be intentional. We can hide behind the tetramic diplomacy, rationalize it, justify it. But it's not but is it true, Commander Grant? Do you believe a person should receive special consideration because of your gender, religion, race? Is that person gender, religion or race? Being historically used to deny them consideration. That wasn't the question. Perhaps not, but that is my answer. Starfleet has the opportunity to implement change, to change all values, to change the future. There are countless female officers more than capable of commanding a watch starship. It may not be my time, but it must certainly, most certainly theirs. I think we're all in agreement with that, Spock. Peace and long life, live long life. Lo- a peace and long life, live long and prosper. A moment, Doctor. 
two, take two, Scotty. Mr. Wall, hair-brained, half-baked, lunatic ideas. Good to see you too, sir. Yes, sir. I thought I brought a story of your little stunt, Lieutenant. It's where we call Marshall. Whatever the difference action, you feel is a I, Lieutenant? Thank you for seeing me online, Lieutenant Shavekov. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I've been filling a formal recommendation with Starfleet. Engineering courts. It's still a steel pretext code on all our ships. And it'd be called the Chekhov Code. Don't push your luck, lad. I cannot lie. That was an inspirational spider idea. Have you ever considered a career in technical? You may or may want to, you may talk to, talk to Mr. Drake. Commander, what happened over there? There's another lead, a walk call. The detectors, detectors screens. I know the lieutenant. Oh, that worries me. Well, whatever happened, thank you. Congratulations. Before you overload the board, you said something. Translators didn't pick it up. It sounded like Russian. Old expression. Eyes must be afraid for hands that do the job. Means you never know until you try. Ambassador, with knowledge and respect your culture's beliefs. I must tell you, oh please, I'm well aware that my people's prejudices are hopelessly outdated by modern standards. I appreciate you recognise that, sir. A huge fraction of Telen Prime argues against our government's stance on this matter. But I, for one, am part of that fraction. I believe one of your greatest human writers once said, A lady's vanity, variety, important as the Lord's. That he did, sir. The dreams of change blow for us. I don't envy the decisions Starfleet now faces. But I trust you have my full support. Thank you, Ambassador. I raise the winds, sir. I don't know, but we did get off to the great start. Regardless, thank you for consideration. I do hope my paths cross again, as I do. Who knows, maybe someday a Garrett will command the enterprise, an enterprise. Well, it's the 21st century. Anything's possible. Yes, thank you. Captain Spock, I must confess, I find myself bordering on emotional reaction. I believe you could refer it to a shame. Shame, Spock, shame. I'm somewhat relieved at the destruction of the hood. I only found my cry. I had a vessel had not been lost. How would you have voted? Oh, Spock, I admit. I considered voting against you because I didn't want to lose you. Indeed, I briefly considered withdrawing my name. That's the very same reason. I briefly considered treating you to your stations so you could never leave. Cut the Enterprise. Enterprise Scott here, sir. Scott, stand by to receive Shuttlecraft. We're home for dinner, both of us. Transcript by Peter Grandelil. And that is the last one of the transcripts I can find in this series. I hope you enjoyed me reading it. Bye. Thank you.